Hi there, Monica White, licensed mental health counselor here. Welcome to episode four, how to be a good friend in eight steps. I'm going to share with you eight realistic and concrete skills that you can start practicing today so that you'll feel confident making and keeping friends. Let's get started. So do you know exactly how to be a good friend? Seriously though, have you ever thought about the skills it takes to be a good friend? Probably not, because if you are like me and most the people I talk to, we tend to take friendships for granted. Most of us just assume that it's a magical process whereby we just serendipitously connect with someone. However, what if it was much simpler? What if you could learn concrete, realistic social skills so that you can connect with many other people who also have the social skills? So here's the reality. No one is just born being a good friend. And if we believe this, then we might just be taking our friends and family for granted. And worse, we may not be effective in our ability to keep friends. So the best way to make and keep friends is by practicing the following steps to being a good friend yourself. Why is this important? Well, it means that you will be able to make friends with almost anyone who also has the skill. Since abundance is such a huge topic nowadays in social media, this means that if you're able to be a good friend, then you're also able to find other people who can also be good friends. So here are the eight skills that you can learn to gain the confidence to be a good friend. If you're listening to this on podcast, you can jot down these eight qualities on a piece of paper. That way you can follow along. Number one is listen. Let your friend tell their story. Number two, validate. Believe your friend's experience. Number three, focus on your friend's strengths. Number four, let your friend make his or her own decisions. Number five, share helpful resources. Number six, show up for them. Number seven, practice forgiveness and compassion. And lastly, number eight, take care of yourself. So those are a lot of steps. Have some compassion for yourself and do not get overwhelmed. Remember, it's simply awareness and practice, not perfection that matters. With that said, now I'll break down the eight steps. So step number one is listen. Let your friend tell the story. If you want, if you're choosing to be a friend to someone, you do need to let them tell their story. Um, Listening is a skill. It's really hard to learn. You know, therapists, we spend thousands of hours just learning how to listen, and it's somewhat awkward at first. However, it is a skill, and if you want to be a good friend, you should practice listening and letting your friend tell their story. Number two, validate. If you want to be a good friend, you should believe your friend's experience. So being a good friend means that when your friend tells their story, You're not questioning it. You're not judging it. You believe your friend's experience. That's really important to establish empathy for someone, to really say, hey, you know what? I believe you. That in itself is so powerful and so healing. So validating someone's experience 
is one of the most important things you can do if you want to build a good friendship, a good, solid, trusting, safe friendship. Number three, focus on your friend's strengths. Um, so often we tend to be negative and hard on ourselves. And I assure you, if you're doing that towards yourself, you're probably doing that to your friends. So one easy way to be a good friend is to focus on your friend's strengths. This is something that I practice consciously. So when I'm looking at someone, I try to find the good in them. I try to find the things that they really are strong at. And everyone has something. Um, so that if I'm choosing to be a friend to somebody, that's a choice that I'm making. So if I'm choosing to be a friend and in a friendship with this person, I should focus on their strengths. That's going to help us, you know, develop our resilience and be able to just be ourselves. So a realistic perspective is to recognize that everyone has weak points, everyone has limitations, and everyone makes mistakes at some point in life. So by focusing on your friend's strengths, you're focusing on the positive aspects in them and you're operating out of a belief that everyone can grow and change. So if you're thinking, hey, seeing the good in people is naive, I would say it can be naive, except in the case of friendship, because I assume that if we're making a conscious choice and choosing to be a friend to someone, then of course we don't wanna hold them back. So having the belief that your friend has strengths in them and can grow and change is just a really helpful way to be a good friend to somebody. Step number four, let your friend make his or her own decisions. This is um, really helpful because I think oftentimes we don't demonstrate to our friends that we trust them. So if you want to be a good friend, you want to recognize that we have the belief in them that they can make their own decisions. So we don't need to like control their life. We just have to say, hey, you know what? I hear you. I validate your experience, I know you can do this, and I'm going to trust you to make your own decisions. I'm here for you. So number four, letting your friend make his or her own decisions is another step to being a good friend. Number five, share helpful resources. So this just means that, you know, we've listened, we've validated, we've focused on our friend's strength, and we believe in our friend. So sharing helpful resources means that once we've listened to their story and we have something that might be helpful or of service to them, that we're going to give them that resource. Uh, this can be anything, but if your friend's going through a hard time, you could say, hey, you know what? Like, I have this resource that might help you. Number six is show up for your friend. So how do you be a good friend? Well, you have to show up. So showing up means that you make plans and you make uh, decisions to be a part of their life. And it doesn't have to be all the time because I know that we get busy, but just showing up for them, it could be something positive on their social media. It could just be encouraging. If they really need your support and you can really be helpful, then it does mean making time for them and prioritizing them at different parts in life. So just show up for your friends. Um, the best way I could think of doing this is just to be a cheerleader for them and, you know, to encourage them. Step number seven is practice forgiveness and compassion. 
Okay, so forgiveness is a very, very loaded topic in itself. I used to work with victims of violence, so I would never use forgiveness in trauma. I don't think that you need, it's not, you know, you don't need to forgive anyone that has deliberately hurt you. It's not necessary for healing. Um, however, in this instance, we're talking about how to be a good friend. So given the context is I'm choosing to be in a relationship with a friend and how do I consciously choose to be a good friend? Well, I do need to practice forgiveness and compassion. So if we want to stay friends with people, at some point they're going to do something that maybe wasn't the best. You know, we've all gone through growing pains. So you do want to forgive people that you're friends with and you certainly want to show compassion for yourself and for them. So the compassion is just realistic, knowing as we talked about that people are fallible human beings, by choosing to be a good friend, we're gonna give ourselves and them the compassion to grow and to change their minds and to develop as people. That's just a very healthy and realistic way to approach friendships. Step number eight is my favorite and that is take care of yourself. Um, so I do recommend to a lot of people if they want to be a good friend to somebody, they have to put themselves first. You have to take care of yourself. So just take a moment to think about somebody in your life that you would consider someone that has good friendship skills. When I think of somebody that has been a good friend and has good friendship skills, I think of somebody that has their life together. They're focusing on themselves, they're living you know, their passion, they're following their goals, they're staying motivated, and they're committed to themselves. I do think the healthier we are and the more we commit to ourselves, the better we can be a good friend to others because we have leftover for others. It's the whole saying, you know, you can only give from a full cup. So taking care of yourself is definitely very important and a great way to be a good friend to somebody else. Okay, so if you've gotten to the end of this episode and you're still thinking, but wait, Monica, so I'm totally being a good friend to someone. I am listening, showing up, validating and supporting my friend, but my friend isn't doing the same thing in return. What should I do? Well, all I can say without knowing the full context is that being a friend is a two-way street. It means that both people, both you and your friend, have to agree to a friendship and you have to agree to show up in a healthy way. So what happens typically, and I've heard this story, is that if you are in a one-sided relationship and the other friend does not have the social skills to be a healthy friend and show up in a healthy way, then it is your choice and decision to figure out how you're going to manage the relationship. And in that case, I would recommend you seek professional counseling to help you gain the clarity and skills to handle it in a healthy way. In later episodes, I will discuss boundaries, assertiveness, and other relationship skills 
But for the purpose of today's episode, I've solely focused on reflecting and improving our own skill level. So that's it, how to be a good friend in eight steps. I appreciate you listening to this episode today. I hope it was helpful. This subject is one of the most popular topics that I teach, and it comes up so often that I wanted to create a teachable episode about it, which means that if it's popular, obviously it brings up strong feelings in most of us. So please be compassionate with yourself. Uh, It's a smart idea to give yourself the permission to learn and grow. So journal and jot down any step that you feel strongly about. And as always, consult with a trusted professional, such as a therapist, if you get stuck and need to clarify or organize your thoughts. If you have any questions, feel free to message me on Instagram at wellbetogo. Have a great week, have a great day, and see you next time. Take care.